Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. So after the game, Ponga was asked, this isn't really a major talking point, but it is interesting. I just thought it was not that great. Not that great. It's pretty shitful. Yeah, so yeah. Ponga was asked after the game, tough loss. Ponga obviously got concussed and, you know, came back on, did some good things. Uh, Ponga was asked in front of his coach, does it make it any harder to stay after all of the losses? And Ponga obviously stood up, walked out of the, com- uh, you know, stood out and kind of like scoffed like, mate, like, come on. And so did, so did the, the coach, Adam O'Brien. Yeah, this, I was just like, bro, it's fair enough if you want to speculate on that because that's a very fair thing to speculate on. But to ask him in front of his coach after a tough loss like that, it's like, man, do you really need to do that? Do you yeah. really need to do that? No, I felt for KP in that moment, especially after that loss at home. They had a heap of injuries. There's a couple of moments where small things went against them, like KP threw a great ball to Gagai to score that first try through yep. Dom Young that got taken off them. A bit of experience there from Foz, but... I reckon if they score that, it's probably a different game of football. They looked good early. Then all the injuries started to happen. If Chris Randall grounds that ball off the kick that KP put in, it's a different game all of a sudden. So considering the position Newcastle are in with the amount of guys I've lost off injury, I just thought that was pretty average form. Yeah, it's pretty rough. What do you think, Manny? Yeah, I, I think it was bad as well because because Pong actually got knocked out in the game. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe he, should, maybe he shouldn't even been um, answering questions at the end of the game, but... Yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty shit, and I thought as well because the, the scoreline was what thirty to six. It, yeah. it was clo- it, the game was closer than that, so he would have been filthy. Adam O'Brien would have been filthy, and that's the last thing that would have been thinking about. So yeah, I don't uh, know. Bit bit rough, but like, look, I understand the speculation. We do it as well. Like that's mm. something that we have discussed. Literally, start of the season, if they struggle to put wins together, it's going to make him harder to stay. But yeah, I, I thought that was a bit rough, especially on Adam O'Brien as well. Like. It's like a slap in the face. It's almost. also a question that you know you're not going to get an answer out yeah, of. What are, you, what are you expecting him to say? Yeah, yeah losses make it tough. I'm out. Yeah. Like, he's never, like, what's he going to say? He's the captain of the club. Exactly. It's just, yeah, yeah. So that, that was tough after such a tough night. Um, you know, 
the devil's advocate to that though is look he's a journalist he can ask the questions yep. he wants um, and that's that's his right so that's fair enough but yeah I just thought it was really pretty tough but the Ponga situation so his father has also come out and said be patient to sign the right deal which is which is fair which is fair um, and, and just for clarity in regards to him meeting Wayne Bennett what I'm really shocked at is we, we've spoken ad nauseum here like he is essentially off contract right now so him speaking to any other club is like normal. Like there's there's no issue with that. I, I don't understand. Like what's he supposed to do? Negotiate with a another team and sign with the Dolphins with like let's say he is going to sign without ever speaking to the head coach. I was going to say it's actually it's kind of the Knights' fault that they're in this situation because they put two play player options into the contract. So mm. of course he's going to negotiate mid season. Yeah, but that was the only way they were going to keep him. I think last yeah. time he resigned. Last yeah, time he yeah. resigned, he was killing it, I'm pretty sure. Like, as in, he was, you know, flying, going really well. So, you're right. They did put those options in. What I would say is, going forward, they probably need to be pretty harsh on this and just be like, no, we aren't going to give you a contract that gives you an out every yeah. two years. Look, I understand why the Knights did it, and I also understand why Kalen did it. Yep. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I think it just is what it is. He's got those player options, so KP has to take care of himself. Yeah. I, I, it'd be stupid for him not to be checking out his options realistically. Yeah. And Adam O'Brien did say in the press conference, he's like, mate, all I can do is try my hardest to be a great coach to Kalen, put all the options in front of him and, and be real with him, tell him the truth and then allow him to make the decision. Yep. And I thought that was like, that's, that's a really, I feel like that's going to win him points with Ponga to be really honest with him and, and then step back and go, mate, we love you. We want you here, but you got to do whatever is going to make you happy. Um, I personally think that he's going to stay. I think he's going to stay. What do you think? I hope so. I, 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 mate, as I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm starting to wonder if Newcastle need to pay him as much as mm. has been suggested. Because yeah. as much as they've lost three games in a row, I think in every single one of those games, they've been reasonably unlucky. Yeah. Whether it be send-off, whether it be 10 in the bin, injuries, whatever. you know. And they've played three pretty damn handy sides in the last three weeks as mm. well. So, um, yeah, I, as I've always said, I hope he stays. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I want to see more of how he gels into this side because it looks like that he hasn't really found his spot in this team just yet. Mm. Not his spot, but just how he works into this spine that you know when he wasn't on the field they were going mm. really well, and, that, and yeah. that's not a negative on KP. It's yeah. just well, it's it, going to take time. He's exactly such an right. influential yep. player. Yep, it's going to take him time to get used to it. What and, you, yeah. sorry. Oh, and it's just like the last few years, KP has also been the guy. Like, whenever they needed something, it had to come from KP. Yeah. All of a sudden, they've got more continuity in this side. It's going to take time yeah, for it all to gel. For sure. What do you reckon, Matty? Will he stay or go? I reckon with Joey there, I reckon he'll stay. I reckon mm. Joey's a, a huge, what's the word? Influence? Influence, yeah. Influence, yeah. Like, you know, no one loves Newcastle more than Joey and, you know, one of the greatest players of all time coaching it day in, day out. I reckon he's in his ear every day and I reckon he'll stay. Mm. I just I see the way Kalen plays and how much he seems to care. Like mm. it's like a lot of people go see Kalen like oh he's really cruisy. Seems like he doesn't really care about that. But I actually think he deeply cares for that team. And I think he he like for example he's a superstar gets a head knock. Very easy for him to go, mate. I'm not going back on. Like and he was fucking done. Like he, he plays was, tough, you know. Yeah. And so very easy for him to go. Well, I got to worry about my health. I haven't signed a contract yet. Maybe I should start fresh and keep my body fresh for someone that I do sign for. But he didn't. He came back on. And not only did he come back on, he tried to affect the game. So, well, tried, you know, he was going just as hard to win the game. So, yeah, look, I, I think Ponga actually stays. I think that I agree with you. I think the Knights have just been, look, it's tough because losses are losses. 
and any team when they lose could point at this and this and go, we were unlucky here, we were unlucky there. But I do believe that they have been uniquely unlucky in circumstances. For example, the Kieran Foran no try. Mm. Two more, two tries is pretty much the same later in the week got allowed because they basically used common sense and said, look, he wasn't going to affect the play. Yep. Uh, he wasn't going to get there. Uh, we just saw in the Sharks game yesterday uh, a try be allowed. So you're right. If those tries are allowed, uh, it's a very different ball game. But, yeah, look, I think Ponga does stay. I think Knights, although extremely disappointing loss, like extremely disappointing, uh, I don't think it's panic stations yet. I don't think that – look, for example – at the start of the game, I felt that uh, I felt that the forwards kind of let down the halves a little bit. Mm. They were making some crucial errors, and I thought that Clune and, and Clifford actually started the game really well. You know, there was a, a, a really early Clune kick, I think, third or fourth tackle. Great kick chased by everyone. And then the next set, like, I think the Saifidi, one of the – both Saifidi brothers had early errors. Frizzell had an early, early error, and I think that really hurt their momentum early on. Uh, and, you look, you could argue later in the game, maybe the halves should have stepped up again, but – I don't think they play that poorly. I really don't, the Ewing Knights. Yeah, and as I said, they have been unlucky in points, but the reality is their 2-0 and start is now a 2-3. and three. The next three weeks, they go to they have to, they have to go to Wollongong to play St George, who are yeah. desperate. Yeah. They then have to go to – they play Parramatta and they play Melbourne. Mm. So, I mean, it's a big three weeks for them because they don't deserve to be 2-6, and six, yeah. but they need to probably win – two of these next games yep. to sort of start to turn around. Because, I mean, if, if we get three weeks down the track and they are a two-and-six team, they're not a two-and-six team in my opinion. Yeah. But that will start to build. It, it's yeah. hard to come back from that. They, they Like, this game for them is like a grand final coming yep. up. They absolutely have to win against the Dragons going forward because they are playing better footy than the Dragons right now. And if they can't – if they lose this, then – if they lose against the Dragons, then I do believe that uh, the first two games are probably a bit of an anomaly. Mm-hmm. I feel like – they, no matter how good the Dragons play, they should be able to beat them, in my opinion. They should be able to, but Dragons could be desperate. Uh, so I don't think all that early work is erased yet for the Knights uh, with certain things that unfolded. Like I thought, like even their, like the game kicks off and boom, penalty straight away. I didn't even think that was a penalty. Yeah. You know, like all the little things don't seem to be going their way. So... Although extremely disappointing for the Knights, uh, I don't think it's panic stations yet. But if they lose this weekend, then I think that they need to start going. Oh, and, and, you know, it's an old cliche that winning becomes a habit. Yeah. And you don't want to fall out of it. You yep. don't want to go – because it's hard to put – it's a hard competition to win in any week. Mm-hmm. To come back from six on the trot potentially, it's a tough gig. Absolutely. What, what do you think? I thought the Knights um, – don't forget it was shitting down rain on Thursday. Mm. And in the first half, they couldn't complete a set pretty much. So – I don't know. I, I think it was kind of an anomaly, this game. Um, they kind of frustrated themselves, and obviously they've got to be better with ball handling because you know, they completed at, what, 61%. Um, yeah, they were a lot better than the team that we saw on Thursday. So I, I agree. I reckon the Dragons game is a huge game coming up. Matt, absolutely massive. If they lose this game, that's when I start going, maybe those first few rounds, you know, we, we all thought that they were doing better than they really were. And I think some Newcastle players will start to have the same thoughts. Yeah, honest, for you know? sure. For sure, and lose a bit of confidence, yep. and um, so not panic stations yet for the Knights. Um, we'll probably we'll go a little bit more into the game uh, as we get to it. Uh, now, huge talking point. This one has me so torn. I don't know how to feel about this. I honestly don't know how to feel about this. So Titans intentionally create penalties to challenge a call. I think the key information that's making me torn on this is they were right. 
It was the wrong call. They did get dudded. But the way they use those tactics, intentional penalties, it truly isn't in the spirit of the game. And I want to be clear as well. The Titans aren't the only ones that have used it. This is not just a Titans thing. Every team is yep. going to try and use this tactic if they feel they've been dudded a call. And if Titans, they did it twice. Twice and both times they were right. And that's what's got me really torn here is like, yes, that isn't in the spirit of the game. I totally agree and I don't want it in the game. But from a Titans perspective, it's like, well, don't get the call wrong then. Don't, don't force us to do it. Thoughts, uh, mate, it's incredibly smart by the Titans. Mm. And you're right, they are the first team to do it. Cameron Munster did it a few weeks ago, yep. but we sort of laughed and giggled at it. Reynolds it did it. Munster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, this isn't a Titans thing. Uh, yes, they've been highlighted for doing it, but, mate, if I'm the Titans coach, good on you. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, the, these, uh, there's penalties and key moments that, that decide games. And, I mean, as much, as much as they didn't win... They scored they twice off it. Yeah. They scored off the next set, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I'm... I'm torn, bro. I'm torn. I don't like it. I, I, I don't like watching it either, but if I was a Titans coach or a Titans fan, I'd be like, fuck, we have to yeah. do it. We have to get ours, you know? That's, that's the thing. If Let's say Titans did it and they got the call wrong, I'd be like, that's fucked. Yeah. Like, absolutely fucked. You've just slowed the game down. But the thing that's really tearing me is like, but they were right. Like, they got dudded calls that they all could see, every one of their players could see, but the refs and touchies couldn't see and the bunker couldn't overturn. Like, so I just don't know what the answer is. In isolation, I don't like it. Like, I really don't like players intentionally giving penalties away to then challenge something. It just doesn't seem in the spirit of the game. But then you can make the argument, look, there's plenty of stuff that aren't in the spirit of the game, that players push boundaries. I don't want it to become a trend. That's the thing. What do you think, Maddie, about that? Well, I don't think it will become a trend because last week, Graham Annesley came out and said if a player does that, they're going to get Simbin. Now, we didn't see that on the weekend, but... He did say, though, if you get this wrong, you're going in the bin. 100%. And Turpin, against the uh, Warriors, got Simbin for it. He yep. deliberately laid down. He got Simbin the day before. Damien cooked it against Penrith, and Sias got the penalty. So, it's an absolute lottery. But I feel like... Well, I don't feel like it's going to happen. They're going to try and stamp it out. Like, they, they're... Graham honestly said, no chance this is going to happen. So you reckon they'll come even more aggressively? Like, doesn't matter if you get it right, you're gone, skis. 100%. If we feel... It's just hard, though. How do you say <laughs> that's you an m- intentional penalty? How do you police that? Yeah. yeah, yeah you're almost solving a grey area by creating another grey area. Yeah. It's, it's, just, like, it's just another example of how coaches, no yeah, matter what rule they make, they find a way to... Yeah. They're always the smartest it. guys in the room. Look, I, I just, like... I know this is, like a bit nebulous and kind of doesn't, where could you, how do you fix this? But it's like, in the Titan situation, refs get the calls right. Like, they don't have to be perfect, they make mistakes, but it was twice. It wasn't once, it was twice that they got, that they got the call wrong against the Titans. Um, so, yeah, I don't want it in the game though. I don't I, want it in I the game. I was talking to a mate yesterday and he made a really good point. He said, the amount of times you see these teams attacking on the try line and they do their block plays and the halfback or the fullback knows that they've got an obstruction and they just sort of walk into the defence. He said, fuck, if I'm an attacking, t- if I'm in a defensive team and I know that he's got that obstruction, 
you might as well drag him over the trial line and put him on the floor <laughs> so he scores. Because yeah. then you know you're going to get a penalty. Get a whereas penalty. if he goes to ground, we ignore it. Yeah. It's uh, some of the, I think the obstruction's getting a bit out of hand, to be honest. Like some of the calls that it's just like we're going overboard, like we yep. always do. We always do. Um, and, you know, I don't want it to be ref bashing, but this is a big topic that this is. I, this isn't really ref bashing, I think. This is more, even though I'm saying they should, they should have got the call right, this is more broader scale. We're talking about rules of the game that need to be implemented, not implemented. Because the rest are in a lose-lose situation. Like, how, how do they sort this out? They just can't. They, yeah. How do you say intentionally that he gave it away? All, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I hope that it's not doesn't come in our game because I, I don't like it. Like, I really don't. But if it's your team and your team gets done at a call... I can totally understand why you'd be like 100% to it, 100% to it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. The other situation I was looking at with that with that Penrith game like, the other night, like Penrith looks so dangerous off those scrums. Mm. It's like an NFL play with they all they all form behind and then they break out. There was a moment there where Tavita Pango Jr. gave a penalty mm. just before they scrum, and I sort of thought, genius. Yeah. If you if you can take if you can take scrums because scrums so hard in the game because you have they don't matter but what it does is it forces your defense to have eight guys yeah. smack in the middle of the field then you've got a against a side like Penrith and Melbourne I mean we, we saw Justin Olam score a crucial try mm-hmm. off a scrum I mean you've got to start to be considering doing the same thing yeah I hope they don't I hope they don't well, that's, that's yeah. great that's a good but, but you could see as, as soon as uh, to me to go away that penalty Cleary just went fuck yeah. Yeah, that's no, not you, what we right. wanted. No, it's yeah. not what they wanted at all. It's uh, yeah, it is interesting. It's it's just crazy. Like we put in these rules, and then they just fucking find ways yeah. to bend them. Like how many teams are breaking early off scrums? Because that's it's easier one thing, to defend a penalty than it is to. That's the one thing I don't like. Is like how it's just six to go when they break early off a scrum because it's not a normal ruck. Yep. It's it it's a a play that benefits the attacking huge. So if you if you get up and offside, uh. It's worth it. It's absolutely worth just getting up and being offside and giving away an extra penalty. And I would coach my team to do it every time. Absolutely. Because if you if you stay back and wait and give them that extra time, it's almost a guaranteed try. If, they, yeah. if all they need to do is execute. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm all, I've always been a bit miffed about just oh, an extra tackle because they got off the line early. It's like, well, they just lost a try-scoring opportunity. You could, I mean, it's not a professional foul, but it kind of is in that area. They're, they're intentionally getting offside to give themselves an advantage where a try most is higher chance of scoring. So yeah. um, in regards to the, the Titans tactics, or not the not Titans tactics, we shouldn't call it that. The tactics of laying down, giving away intentional in penalties. If it happens to your team, I totally understand why you would defend it. I totally do. Uh, in the grander scheme of things, if you could take emotion out of it, I, I don't like it. I really don't like it. But you know what? I don't like the wrestle. I don't like people uh, coming off the line early in the scrum stuff. So there's plenty of stuff in the game that I don't like. I... I, I honestly think the best solution is the one they've kind of got, which is if you get this wrong, you're going. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing in my mind that could work unless, you know, there's other solutions out there. Um, but, I mean, uh, the reality is whatever solution they come up with, it's a matter of time till yeah. the coaches work it out and they make them look stupid again. It's a, it's a rock and a hard place situation for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Maddie, do you, what do you do in that situation? I was actually thinking about the the scrum play. Sorry to go back, but do you reckon? I know this might slow the game slow slow the game down more, but could you just redo the scrum and then if you do it again, it's a sim bit? Yeah, I mean maybe but that'll stamp. I reckon that'll stamp that'll it out stamp after it a few out, weeks. But it, that'll slow the game down so much. But I'm with to answer your question. Um, I'm I think I'm with the teams on this. Like, if you can give away a penalty, just do it. Yeah. As as shit as that is, 
I'd probably I'd probably be doing that because I know if it's house, if it's my team, and yeah. I see, I'm like fucking stay down. Even like I'm, 15 teams play, and I see a player like fake injury or dive, I'm like, oh, get up, that's sucks. Yeah. That if I see a south player get clipped, I'm like, stay down, stay down, and stay that's down. The thing. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. When you're talking about your own team, you're always like, yep, 100. percent When you're talking about someone else's team, you're always like, oh, for us. so it's a really tough one. It's a really tough one. Um, at the moment, I think that's the best solution is is genuinely made. If you get this wrong, you're Gonskis. You are Gonskis. Uh, now, um, and, and I think I think we're all pretty in agreement. We don't really know what the answer is to this. Yeah, I don't think there we is. We don't a, really. Yeah, no, we don't no really idea. Know. Yeah. Let us know in the comments section. What? How do you think this is? Uh, and do it like in a respectful manner. You don't need to, you don't need to go crazy about the times or whatever. Just like, what do you think is the best way to? to to fix a problem like this because it is quite glaring it's one of those things that like for example getting offside in a scrum yeah right it's it's pushing the rules but we'll let it go but this is like stop the game kind of shit we all slow everything down and we're looking at it so let us know what you think in the comment section